Hey everybody, you're listening to the first podcast from Equal Time Soccer, a new website for Minnesota women's soccer news. And uh, if you're listening to this, you probably have already seen my Go For Soccer coverage either on Twitter or because you followed 55.1 where I used to write. Um, first off, I did want to thank everyone at 55.1 for giving me the chance to cover the Gophers. It really helped me realize how many fantastic women's soccer stories there are in Minnesota and kind of inspired me to launch Equal Time Soccer as a way to give those stories a place to stand on their own. And I'll try to mix in a little bit of coverage about Minnesotans playing D1 women's soccer in other states or for other programs, and a little bit about the lower division women's teams. We have the Fire and the Twin Stars. Uh, But the bulk of my coverage will still probably be focused on the Gophers and um, any Gopher grads or U of M grads who are kind of playing in the pros. And, And for this first episode, I got to sit down with Gophers stars. April Bakken and Nikki Albrecht. Um, April was one of the top attacking players in the Big Ten last year. She spent a large chunk of the season as the leader in assists for the whole country. Um, Nikki is a bit of an iron woman. She's basically started from day one as an outside back and will now likely be playing center back for the Gophers. And she's probably going to be the only returning starter on the back line. Um, Both players have been called in the national camps over the last several months, which is kind of crazy to have multiple players in from Minnesota at the same time. And so I I talked to them about what it was like to play at that level. Um, And just in general, thanks for listening. And if you like what you hear, uh, be sure to check out the site and maybe consider becoming a supporter on Patreon so we can keep elevating the women's game. Um, You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, um, and and on the website. So now let's get to my conversation with April and Nikki. All right, we're here with Gopher Stars April Bakken and Nikki Albrecht to talk about their experience going into U.S. national team camp. So you guys did kind of a... A spread across all the off season now. Nikki, you had two camps kind of back to back, and then April, you were in camp this spring. And we just want to talk a little bit about what it was like for you to kind of go through that process and what it was like kind of playing in the national team and in the U.S. colors and all of those things. So, how do you even find out that you get a chance to be called in? I mean, what's that process like? Because it's kind of it must be something that's a little bit strange to like go through that, like getting called into a big camp for the first time. Yeah, I think we both have different. Uh, experiences with this actually I know we do but so for mine it was kind of like there was chatter here and there of like coaches were talking to our coach about it and like asking for film and talking to Corey a little bit so I kind of got a hint of that um, and then we had a ca- they had a camp and I didn't get called in so I was like okay so they looked and kind of passed over me which was fine because they were still looking at me which means I was recognized and then it kind of came up again um, a little bit later after winter break and then I got the email that said I had been invited so it was kind of crazy like I was just sitting at a random table like I wasn't doing anything and I got this email I was like oh my gosh (laughs) so it was pretty cool to like get that email and kind of like finally make it to that next level yeah and Nikki your your call-in came pretty much right after the season right I mean it wasn't that far after maybe just a few weeks later after kind of the season had wound down or a little bit after yeah that. it was a little bit after we had wound down I don't remember the last the first one that I, I think it was in November sometime mm-hmm. around Thanksgiving mm-hmm. but mine was totally out of the blue like I had no like premonitions that like are any like any ideas that it was just like they were they were having a camp or that like I was gonna get called in I was just like I just remember that I was like in class one day and coach just said like you need to call me right like whenever you have time like ASAP and I got out of class and she like told me like are you sitting down and I'm like okay like what happened and she's like she's just like well like you get to like you get to go to like U20 camp and so 
that was it was I was just kind of ecstatic like trying not to scream while like I'm in this place with this public place <laughs> but um so that yeah that's pretty much how it went for me like I didn't really have like any idea that it was gonna happen but I knew the coach was kind of saying like hey like we want to push for you like we want to push like your name but we don't have like there was never a thing that it was gonna be like okay this is guaranteed that you mm -hmm. could get here kind of so that's like Coach Galan was saying, we're kind of pushing you when coaches ask about us or when yeah. we have a chance, we're throwing For your name sure. in the ring so that you're on their radar kind of thing. For sure. So yeah. she has to kind of, yeah. I'm sure there, so there's like dozens of coaches around the country like Doing throwing out good thing. names yeah. and then you have to hope they come back and yeah. grab you. Mm -hmm. Well, and the second time you got called in, was it more expected? Did you have more of a heads up or was it just that it wasn't as much of a shock because you'd already been in once? I don't know. I think the second one was more of a shock for me because the second one was a big tournament mm -hmm. so the second one was like a nike it was the nike friendlies and i after my first my first camp like i thought i had done like really well and like everything i needed to do to be called back but i didn't think that i would get called back for that next mm -hmm. camp because it was a tournament like mm -hmm. it was tournaments and international games that we were playing in so i thought i'd be like okay like they'll bypass me and then the next like domestic camp like I would come in like do something again because I didn't have the experience that other people had to be able to play in games of that like caliber mm -hmm. so I think that was like it was a bigger honor for me to get called into that one because I was like okay now like if I can be able to like set my foot at like a type of international stage like that would be fantastic for mm -hmm. me and yeah. I've talked to Corey, your strength and conditioning coach, about you guys getting called into these camps and even like traveling abroad and anything that breaks a like a standard training cycle kind of stresses him out. And I'm sure that he transferred <laughs> oh, that yeah. stress onto you guys. And he's yes. he talks a lot about just the kind of the the high bar of kind of demand on players in these types of camps because you probably go in and if you're new, you're doing kind of testing and then maybe you're doing like a lot of skill work and a lot of tactical work. So maybe it's a lot of time on the field. What yeah. was it like for you to adjust to kind of the physical demands of coming in? And it's a lot of emotional and mental stuff, but then you have to go in and physically on the field. What were those physical transitions like? Yeah, I got oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, for mine, it was a little bit different. We didn't have testing mm -hmm. um, because it was a tournament. And so there was no testing. And I think 23s, they were like, you just expected to come in fit. So um, we trained the first day, and so that was kind of like a shock. I was dealing with, like, like you said, like all the emotional and mental stuff. Um, but I thought I played well. Um, obviously, being a smaller person, too, I had to, like, play a lot bigger than I am. So mm -hmm. that was kind of adjusting. But then throughout the week, we didn't train a whole lot. Like um, There's a lot like, of games. We had yeah. three games. Yeah. 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 Games. So it was like when we did get on the field to train, it was more, like, tactical. So it wasn't, like, physical. But then when I, like, when I did get into the games, it was a lot of physical because we were playing against professional women. So, mm -hmm. like, they were big, strong, fast. <laughs> right, like, like 10 years older than you. Yeah. Yeah. So they had that experience. So definitely, like, adjusting was hard. But I think Nikki had a harder time going into camp with, like, the <laughs> physical aspect of it. Yeah, what was that like, Nikki? I think it was nice that you, like, I, the first, like, what was it, the first camp for sure, I had no heads up. Like, it was two days before I, like, went into camp that I was like, okay, you're going to be going here. Like, April kind of had, like, a nice advance. Where it was three like, weeks. Yeah, where, like, Corey could be like, okay, we need to, like, change a few things so that, like, yeah. you got, like, some good running in. So, like, the first camp was definitely a shock because I, like, I wasn't sure what to expect, whether or not, like, we would have to do testing or not, like, fitness testing. And of course we had to. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's honestly, it's, a, like, demanding to come off of, a, like, a lay, like, a jet leg and then have to do 
the yo-yo and jumps and sprints and agility and then after that say that okay we have to train like in yeah. three hours so i think the the first one kind of hit me but the first one was like you just have to like do as much as you can mm -hmm. and i think the second like the second camp was like April's where because we had so many because we had three I think it was three games that we ended up playing that it was just like mm -hmm. the same aspect if you didn't play though like I didn't play like enough minutes in order to be able to like not do like fitness at the end so like I still did fitness and stuff so I did fitness after our games and I would do like a lot of 3v3s like a long <laughs> time of 3v3s after that but <laughs> And then the, and then our third camp was the exact same as the first one, which is mm -hmm. so bad. I literally had to do, I had to do fitness all over, like testing all over again. So I feel like I've been all yo-yoed out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, well, and how did I mean? How did that type of fitness training compare to like if you go into the really hard days of like go for training camp or other training camps you've done? Was it like way way more difficult than that, or was it just like a really really tough day, but consistently? like just for that day. right like the train like the fitness stuff when you were really doing all of the testing and how did that compare to like the testing that the you do for the gophers okay i think it's i think it's easier here because you have the time to mentally build up to it like mm -hmm. you have a you understand it's a that it's coming too. you mm -hmm. know that it's coming and i think it's harder like when you come into like a group of players that like you don't know how far everyone's gonna go mm -hmm. yeah. it's literally like you run until you die mm -hmm. that's all like that's all like, your, your <laughs> thought is like i'm going to run until i can't anymore mm -hmm. and it's not even like at that point it's literally not like your mind your mind just keeps you going it's kind of like you, once your legs fall out from underneath you that's what you do right. and literally the whole time like i the two tests that i've been at for the yo-yo everyone like pushes you you keep going you, you literally keep going like the fr your friends next to you they get you up off the ground and push you forward to the next one mm -hmm. so like no one lets you fail mm -hmm. so it's kind of yeah. like well and what's the yo-yo like describe what that is if people don't know what that is it's the yo-yo is it's like the beep test yeah it's called a recovery cone okay yeah so you run down 20 yard 20-ish yards back and then you have like a 10 second recovery 10 second recovery so you walk around a cone you come back and you do it again so it's like it's like the beep test but not continuous it's just about like how many sprints can you go back and forth and the beep keeps going closer and closer so you have to keep going faster and faster as you get more tired you actually have to go faster to the challenge yeah which is the challenge yeah which and this one like it, it increases speed too mm -hmm. um but you just get the extra little recovery mm -hmm. after yeah. well and even the training itself obviously these players are all really talented i mean only top yeah. players from minnesota get called in so obviously only top players from other schools get called in but even the physicality of like the training what was that like compared to like training sessions you do with the u or even like playing you've done up until now again for me it was pretty similar like the f when we did actually play, it was like a lot more intense, mm -hmm. um, just because every player was like the top. So um, you were definitely challenged in that way. But mm -hmm. again, I didn't have a lot of physical confrontation in <laughs> practices, so it was. I would say sometimes here is more like physically challenging. But mm -hmm. I would agree with that, though. Like mm -hmm. I think like the Big Ten kind of like earns its like 
name as being like fit, like yeah really like, like a every, grind, everyone, really gritty. Yeah, everyone's gritty like yeah it's a mm-hmm. big grind and everyone's like ready for a physical battle mm-hmm. but i honestly think like the big focus there was like your technical ability to get out of physical battles yes. like mm-hmm. that's kind of what the like the whole thing mm-hmm. is avoiding that yeah, the, avoiding like avoiding the contact and the confrontations right like using your technical ability. using technical yeah. ability right well, and what kind of role, um, Nikki, were you kind of asked to play and what kind of system was it compared to what you play here? Because you've played a couple years of outside back. Now next year you might have to play a little bit inside. But and when you went there, <laughs> maybe a yeah. lot of it, maybe starting at center back. But the, what was your role like there and transitioning to that role compared to the role you have to play with the Gophers? Yeah, so when I got called in like, the first time, I didn't know what position they had pegged me to end up playing. And... I got, they told me that we were going to try outside back. Like, either way, I was playing, like, both sides, but I was primarily playing the left side, which I play, which I normally played here. And so it was nice. It was, like, a comfort, but it was definitely, it. your technical skill has to be at a whole new level when you go, like, when you go in there. Mm -hmm. Like, as I, like, realized that over, like, the past two years, just playing outside, like, on the left side with mm-hmm. being a dominant right-footed, like, I had to work on my left foot a lot, mm-hmm. and there, it's just, like, ten times, ten times faster, so you get, like, closed down, you know, like, right when you get the ball, so mm-hmm. you have to, it, I like, think right, it's, everything's faster, I think, yeah, quicker. everything's extremely fast, and I think, like, it's more mentally and tactically, like, you have to be aware more than like physically I think because mm-hmm. you have to know like what you're gonna do like 10 seconds faster than what you do like in college I would say mm-hmm. oh, I feel yeah. like that's like the biggest thing it's kind of like making that jump to college it was like holy cow this game's so much faster it's like yeah. the next jump up mm-hmm. and, that's but you're thrown in like a week and mm-hmm. you, have, you don't have time to adjust it, you kind of have yeah to it's not just it. that you're adjusting it's that it's a brand new coach brand new teammates yeah. and April you talked a little bit about this when you were in camp like the terminology is a little bit different too oh, or at yeah. least some of it <laughs> or they talk or they talk specifically about kind of what to do when and it's a little more rigid than kind mm-hmm. of the flowing movement-based system that you guys play here. What were those kind of adjustments like to trying to like pick things up? I mean, how yeah. did did you have strategies for trying to remember stuff? Were you like literally trying to write <laughs> stuff down, or like how were you trying to add that stuff to um, your like to your brain? Yeah, it was definitely like hard. I'm pretty good at like when I see, especially in soccer, like when I see something, I I remember it. But like a lot of it was like talking about numbers, mm-hmm. like that's like the universal way to talk about soccer and like I knew that but I had never been taught the numbers and like I knew where the 10 was and that was about it mm-hmm. and so like the first day at practice they were like all right April you're playing the seven and I was like I had to like talk to like, turn the girl next to me and be like well, what's the seven right and like <laughs> you know and she like looked at me like I was from a different planet she's like it's outside forward like <laughs> so that was it was kind of embarrassing yeah but like we never use that here and like I think a right. lot of college teams do so like mm-hmm. they and or most of those girls had been in before so they knew mm-hmm. uh, but definitely learning curve for that and then like just in the meetings and stuff like a lot of girls took notes but I feel like I didn't have time to take I just like focused in and mm-hmm. like I was able to learn that way because a lot of things they said they said a lot so mm-hmm. it was like kind of finding patterns in that and like it ma- when they said it it made sense because mm-hmm. it was like soccer and like it makes sense to me so like that was good but definitely like learning what they wanted when and like taking it from the classroom setting where we were seeing film and like talking about it to putting on the field was a little bit harder because mm-hmm. um, you can see it all you want but then when you're in it it's like oh this is what you mean so like kind mm-hmm. of bringing it all full circle was a little bit more challenging but the coaches like 
would tell like if you were doing it wrong they'd tell you or like the t players mm -hmm. around you would usually help you out so mm -hmm. yeah well i mean what was it like what you talked about even being in film sessions like listening to the coaches yeah. being on the field what was your day like i mean how does a day like in camp compare to like a regular season or even like a training camp day i mean what did it what was it like especially when you were in camp without games i mean what did your yeah. like daily schedule look like for like a, my first camp for like that was a camp without games so i think we played mm -hmm. one like intra like within our team we played against each other and then we played one kind of friendly thing but the first like i would say the first four days are two days it's like preseason. it mm -hmm. feels like everyone everyone's like everyone's vying for a spot at that time and everything's up in the air so like give it all you got kind of thing um but it's it's definitely i would say it's physically taxing because you get it's physically and mentally taxing because like as a like as both of us like coming in pretty new like it's hard to know what the coaches expect and what like we're thinking mm -hmm. like i'm thinking of different things like what's the number that i'm playing yeah. what's the seam that i have to play to Seams what gate am gaps I going? And, yeah so yes. so it's kind of it's definitely it, yeah it definitely takes a toll on you in both like the physical and mental aspect but i think that I enjoy how they have us out so often because I understand that we are only there for so long and yeah. you need to be able to like mesh into They're trying like, to bring everyone together that aspect in, in such mm -hmm. a short time. And so I think it was actually it was actually really good and I enjoyed every single time I like went out on the field I was like ecstatic to like go out and say like okay here's what I have mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I like I actually enjoyed like the um what was it like non-playing camps more mm -hmm. because you would be you're able to like showcase more of what they ask you there's so many reps there's so many yeah. like practices because you so have much like time. in a game like you have yeah. such few limited like reps mm -hmm. slash yeah. time to be able to show them i deserve to be here kind of thing mm -hmm. yeah that's how i felt like i feel like i didn't have that opportunity so like mm -hmm. um it was hard to kind of show what I could do because when I got in the game the first time or my first game I like played a full half and so like I was able to do a little bit but like the second game I played in like we were already leading and we were holding on to a lead so I didn't get to like do anything and then in trainings we didn't really it was like the starting group and then everyone else so it was kind of it was hard to like kind of show what you could do and like train and get better when mm -hmm. you didn't have that like training environment like she was talking about so yeah. well and even cosmetically you're like brought in you're staying in like a hotel with random people, right? Like, yeah. isn't that you? Yeah. You have just like a random, you're staying with another player, right? So yep. you're staying just like someone you've never met in a place you, well, maybe you've been there, but you, like a new place yeah. and going in. And so what was, I mean, what's that adjustment like? Cause you're like trying to do all this stuff, but then you're with no one you know. Yeah, that was kind of nerve wracking. Um, I mean, like we've been to camps before, like where you don't know people like growing yeah. up and stuff, but this one was, it was like such a new environment and like, high intensity so my roommate was super awesome she like she had been in a couple camps like at u20s but hadn't been in for a while so she like kind of took me under her wing a little bit and like told me what she knew but she was also kind of in the boat where she didn't really know what to expect mm -hmm. from this camp um so that was good but yeah ten, my camp was 10 days so it was a little bit longer than yeah. the like training camps um so it was like 10 days in a hotel it was either like hotel or field like that was pretty much our where we spent our time mm -hmm. it's very glamorous yeah so it was like a, just a lot of like down we had a lot more downtime than I was expecting and just like being in a hotel with someone you didn't know like mm -hmm. kind of working your way into that system a little bit is hard too so mm -hmm. by the end of the week I was doing a lot better though like I, I got to know some girls and like so that was kind of fun to like hang once you got to know them and hang out mm -hmm. it was a little bit better but well and the, I guess yeah. the limited schedule means there's not like what does even hanging out mean like you can just like sit around Napping. watching tv or like <laughs> hanging out yeah Netflix. because yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't
turn our TV on until the seventh day. So. Yeah. Because right. right. you were just like exhausted. Or yeah. You just no, we just like we're on, kind of doing our own thing. Like my yeah. roommate wrote a, read a book. I would either nap. I was on my phone or like mm-hmm. something else. And we had like two or th- an hour or two here and there. So it wasn't like we had like. There wasn't giant swaths of time. Yeah, it was so just it was a like, lot of little chunks yeah. of time. Yeah, so maybe. we would like um, go on our phone, maybe do some homework, maybe just relax, like nap for like a half an hour, mm-hmm. and then we had somewhere to be. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and April already broke this news to me this spring, and it's heartbreaking and it's a crime that you guys didn't get to keep like all of your <laughs> national team gear, which I think is such a mistake. I think the greatest way they could like hype up getting to go to camp is if you come back with all of this stuff, like sweet jackets and like warm ups and training stuff. But even just getting to be there and like wear the USA stuff and like put on the jersey or just be on the training field like with national team camp, like you said, you were just ecstatic when you go out. I mean, what was that like? Because I think for a normal person thinking like, holy crap, like wearing a wearing like the USA stuff and like playing for the country. I mean, what was that like when you actually like for the first time like went out to practice wearing the USA stuff? It's like it, I don't. I, it's like the best feeling in the world. Yeah, it, you don't realize how much like how much like you're like what is it what is it our country yeah, yeah. <laughs> our country like is. patriots like that kind of thing like you just feel like a sense of pride for that it's yeah. like mm-hmm. i get to like i'm wearing our flag like mm-hmm. right here and it's kind of like well it's like how surreal. do i on- yeah, yeah how do like i honor this and mm-hmm. it's yeah it's really incredible feeling like i couldn't mm-hmm. swipe a smile off my face <laughs> but i feel like you have to like you really you got to get like you get about 10 seconds to enjoy it get and past then, it yeah. and be like well i'm here to do something yeah like mm-hmm. if i want this opportunity again you kind of got to be like mm-hmm. i'm over like the superstar the fan. Ah. like the, uh, yeah, yeah the aha uh-huh. mm-hmm. and yeah. you have to get right to work because you have to like immediately prove yourself yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is yeah i kind of had the same thing i was like oh my gosh especially because it was like the same training stuff like the full team uses so like we like see that you know you see them training and that stuff and like walking and training and you're like I'm looking the same way like it's pretty <laughs> cool um but yeah you kind of have to get over it and like mm-hmm. go and do what you're there mm-hmm. to do well and you got you mentioned I think April when you actually were called in to play when you got called in to actually sub into the game it was kind of like quick yeah. and you have to just go in what was it like what was it like that moment where they're like Bakken or April yeah. or whatever and they yell and you have to go in and get ready to check yeah in. that was I was not expecting it because it was our first game and I just wasn't expecting to play just because they, we'd only been there for like three days they didn't really know who I was um so I was kind of shocked because it was at halftime and we'd only made like one sub before that so I was I was not expecting it at all and they're like all right you're going in I was like oh my gosh okay and then like, the halftime was like we had a minute left so I was kind of like take off my jacket do a couple more sprints and then go into the game. And we didn't even get to be in the halftime because, like, so being a sub all the way through the first half, you stay out on the field and, like, we're doing warm-ups and stuff while the other, everyone that played went into the locker room and, like, had the halftime talk. So, like, I didn't really know what th- was said in that, like, what they were expecting, what the coaches wanted. Yeah, that's crazy. So it was just yeah. kind of like, here, you're, this is where you are on corners. This is who you're marking, and go have fun. Like, yeah. So that was kind of crazy. But, like, once you're out there, like, having the jersey on and stuff was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's – I mean – you guys obviously getting called in is kind of a big honor and obviously it's because of the roles you've already played like in at the college level and with the U and all of those things and next year you'll have even frankly bigger roles to play (laughs) on the defensive end you might be the only returning starter you will be the only returning starter now and you're gonna have to move inside from outside back and play center back how does how does kind of the experience in the camps get you ready for coming back and playing like a leading role as a junior on the defensive line I think like the like coming into a camp kind of makes you just say like I'm like 
I'm not good at like the role I do. I am good as a player. I think that's what it makes you realize is that like you have to be a well-rounded player in whatever aspect you do because they can ask you on a dime to, to do, do anything. anything. Yeah. Like yeah. Right. So like oh, I we're think, moving you up to midfielder. Oh, we're moving exactly. you inside. Right. And I just like think like like Julie Ertz is like a perfect example of that. Like how like she comes yeah. from like she was all the time like a center back and now like she finds herself because of her technical skill like she can play in the mm -hmm. midfield just perfectly. Yeah. And she's like she's like a top starter yeah, center mid. Exactly. Yeah. And like mm -hmm. no one would have ever pegged that. But I think like that kind of like that's why it you kind of like for me it's kind of like okay, like, now I have to figure out, like, what I'm going to do all over again. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it's, like, you just got to calm yourself down. Like, mm -hmm. I yeah. like I am a player. Like, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing kind mm -hmm. of thing. So I'm, like, excited to be in this role, and I think it'll be, I think it'll be exciting to have a different perspective mm -hmm. from, like, since from being on the outside mm -hmm. for two years. It's, like, stressful having a whole world of stuff to learn, but it's also yeah. having the mentality of, okay, I know I have to keep growing, and yeah. this is just kind of the nature of how it goes. Yeah, and I definitely think, like, I was recruited as a center back, so I, sh I have yeah. about <laughs> 10 years under my belt, but <laughs> so it should, be, it should be a pretty smooth transition, but I think just, like, that it'll open up different things in, like, my arsenal that I didn't like that I wasn't able to use on the left side but I think it'll also open up like some weaknesses that'll be like okay like this can help me if I have to move into a different position mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and April you're probably going to be playing mostly <laughs> out of the same spot but it's still a lot of new starters up front yep. obviously Juliana is gone Sydney is gone you had a really great statistical season last year with you know at times leading the nation yeah. in assists mm -hmm. and so you're going to have a lot of new players around you both kind of behind you at right back and in the midfield and yep. also up front how are you thinking about your role after getting some experience with the national team and then coming in and helping kind of new new girls adapt to the team yeah I think like I learned a lot at camp and a lot of it was just like positional like where to be like in different situations so I think like that's something I can help share with like the other forwards because and I think we're gonna have a lot more fluidity up top mm -hmm. we have like the people that have been getting reps in there can play center or outside so I think that'll be a good like Last year, it was a, Sid was almost always at the center position, and she played it really well, but I think if you moved her outside, it, she wasn't as dangerous. So I think now we have a little bit more um, like diversity in that top line where we can do that. And then, but also like not having Maddie Gaffney behind me, who I've had for three years right behind me, yeah. is gonna be different. So like creating that relationship with whoever is behind me. Um, luckily, I have Molly on the right side in the midfield, so like we've been connecting really well this spring. So that's been really fun to kind of like see that grow a little bit, and I'm excited to like have her on that side to kind of like having that uh, mm -hmm. other experience back around me. Um, but it's definitely going to be a lot more of a vocal leader for me this year, mm -hmm. like sharing what I see and like the knowledge I bring back from the camp and stuff, and mm -hmm. kind of helping the people around me through it a little mm -hmm. bit. You're going to be out there screaming, sc screaming to teammates, sc yelling at orders. It might be a more of a one-on-one, -on -one, hey, do this, not screaming. <laughs> it's not really my forte, but. <laughs> well, and you guys have, I mean, there's you guys have had kind of a long line at the Gophers of having people called in to national team camps. It's been kind of a, a long line of really successful players getting called in. If like in a year or in six months or nine months, someone else gets a chance to go in, what's the kind of advice you would give to another player who like gets called by the coach and pulled out of a class and told they're going to come in yeah. and they're going to play for the U20s or the 23s or whatever's going to happen? What's the advice you would give to help them prepare after you've been kind of through it one time? 
for me, I would say, like, be confident in yourself. Like, you're there for a reason. And, and, like, at my camp, it was really helpful. The coaches were like, you all, like, are here for a reason. Like, you all could be starters. Like, that kind of made me think, like, wow, like, I do deserve to be here even if I'm not getting the minutes I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that is a big thing, like, not getting into your head mentally. And also, like, for me especially, like, getting out of your comfort zone and, like, making connections with the players, too, helped a lot since they all knew each other. Um, or like they knew someone I mm -hmm. think like kind of putting yourself out there and like le at least letting people know who you were and not mm -hmm. like just being the quiet girl in the corner right because that personal connection could maybe help on the field or then yeah, they're more it makes comfortable the telling you what they want yeah all those things. and it also just makes the camp a little more comfortable yeah yeah any advice <laughs> um I think I think like kind of just I mean, you gave me advice. So, like, yeah, that well, that's, like, exactly, was. like, yeah. literally what I said to you. I was, like, April, like, you're there for a reason, and you're a fantastic player. Mm -hmm. So, like, you just have yeah. to literally all you can do is give, like, everything you have. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, like, the point. Like, Corey would tell me all the time. I'm just, like, well, what if I'm, like, not, like, what they were looking for and, like, not enough? And mm -hmm. it, he would just be – he would literally tell me, like – like you do all the things he like do all the things there that make you you here, here. Mm -hmm. so like it's you shouldn't yeah. be changing anything different but it's mm -hmm. almost just like you just need to bring that to a, like mm -hmm. switch to a higher level yeah mm -hmm. like i think that's just the big thing i think right. like you can't really change who you are mm -hmm. when you go into there otherwise i feel like that's when it actually <laughs> ends bad right yeah. when you try to be a different version or a different yeah. yeah different type of player yeah obviously they yeah they don't owe you anything it's not like they brought you in for a yeah. favor they can bring in anyone they want so if they bring you in they really want you yeah yeah, yeah. Well, thanks so much, you guys. This is fantastic. I know you guys have busy schedules that involves being outstanding students as well as athletes, so we won't hold you too much longer. But good luck with the rest of the spring. You have a few more exhibitions, and then we'll look forward to seeing you next year after all this national team experience. So thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much.